श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए गौर भक्तवृंद की जाए श्री गोपाष्टमी की जाए और प्रेम आनंद Good morning, everyone. Again, we gather on the auspicious day of Gopastami, and we have a brief discussion, followed by darshan of Goradamadava, special darshan today, and Mahaprasad, Artik Mahaprasad. So we uh, we shall appropriately enter this discussion of Krishna Lila through the uh, entryway of Gorlila Siman Mahaprabhu Vijay. You may recall that the uh, ex- somewhat extended discussions that we had. Uh, uh, last weekend, surrounding the Govardhan Puja, that uh, in terms of the narrative itself, the Leela, that it ended on a point that was had uh, very much to do with with Sakirasa. Hmm? you were all paying close attention. So, that of course, just to um, uh, reiterate, um, was that after the um, Govardhan Puja and then the reaction, hmm, the foregoing of the Indra Yogya and the reaction, which, from which we learned, of course, that uh, when we do Sharanagati, which is largely what the Govardhan Leela um, illustrates for us as sadhakas, um, there may be problems still ahead. <laughs> it's not that the environment will necessarily cooperate with your attempts to gain release by taking shelter of Krishna. There are obstacles on the path of, of bhakti as well. So Indra's wrath is the next chapter. And then the um, the inhabitants of Vrindavan, the elders, have some bewilderment. The Vatsalya Bhaktas have some bewilderment as to their feelings for Krishna, that that for a moment, in reflection um, on what just happened, don't seem appropriate, and they start to build together a case that lifted the hill, and then maybe these other stories about him are also true that the boys are saying, and and Nandamarsh, of course, comes to the rescue and reiterates what he was told and the cowshed at the time of the name-giving ceremony for Ram and Krishna, hmm? that um, his uh, uh, his interpretation of that 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 uh, that 
Narayan will do uh, wonderful things through your son. Hmm? And, uh, of course, that could be interpreted another way as well to indicate that that Krishna is the source of Narayan and so forth, but Nanamaraj doesn't take it that way, and especially given the fact that Gargamuni concludes by saying, therefore you should protect him. So so he, he reminds the elders of this and, of course, also of the various... Um, uh, the conduct of Krishna that that outside of this extraordinary event and other similar events just by coincidence that happen to um, surround him that make him appear other than what he is his normal day-to-day conduct is quite unbecoming of a god um, temper tantrums and uh, and uh, stealing um, and uh, so on and so forth. So they're relieved, and they're but 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 Salirasa's opportunity to to flourish. Hmm? But then Indra comes in the in the final chapter, and um, along with Sarabi and host of gods, um, in an effort to make amends for what he has has done, and. Uh, they find Krishna walking at a distance hmm, on the base of Godan, having separated himself from his from his friends and cows on the on the plea of looking for some cows that have separated from the herd. Hmm. And as they watch him from a distance, this celestial event occurs with the descent of Indra and Shiva and Brahma and so on and so forth. And um, this, of course, is then the the culmination of the Leela, wherein Krishna is coronated as a named Govinda. He gets his name there. Um, It it means the Lord of the cows, the Lord of the senses. It it means the Lord of Indra. And that's this kind of... They're putting these things together, which seems rather odd, that the... uh, the cow person, this is the low end of the society. They're just like not even, they're barely kind of civilized, um, way out in the Appalachians or something like that, to give a <laughs> comparison. Um, and, um, and so, the lord of the cows, every group has their lord, you know, their king and so forth. But let's get it clear, as the king of the cows and cow herds and so forth. Prince, really, Nanda Maharaj as the king, and uh, but uh, and Indra, the king of heaven, so forth. This is big contrast, but he becomes um, he's coronated by them, and, and uh, they recognize that uh, as he taught through the Leela, he holds a position higher than Indra's. Hmm? Upendra. I think in some of the Puranas where the stories stories told, he's given the name Upendra or Gubinda in the Bhagavatam. Um, similar uh, in, in, in meaning. And Surabhi speaks and Indra ultimately speaks and uh, the, the, and, uh, the carrier, the elephant carrier, Ayurvata of Indra gives 
draws down the celestial waters and bathes Krishna, Govinda Kund is formed, and so forth. Somebody probably have been there at Govardhan. And um, and all the gods offer some some gifts. Uh, Indra gives a, a an umbrella, and uh, Brahma gives a big blue lotus. Shiva gives a flute that he made himself, hmm, bamboo flute, and uh, vestments and and so on and so forth are offered to Krishna after the the coronation. And then off they go into the sky, and the, the cowherds are looking at this celestial event from a distance, and the gods are looking back at them, and they're thinking, "Oh my God, oh my God, what kind of people are they? Hmm? What kind of people are they that they interact with him in the way they do?" Which was to approach him hmm, and and say, "Let me hold that umbrella. Hmm? Let me put on that vest." And so forth, and and so the gifts that were given to Krishna are shared amongst the friends and uh, uh, everything amongst equals, something like this. That what belongs to him belongs to us. This, this is their the central feeling, of course, of sakuras equality. Hmm? Friends are equals. They can so there can be confidence hmm? with those who are superior. Confidence is. In question, and those who are lesser servitors, you cannot share in confidence in the same way. And in Madhurya Rasa, you can share in confidence, but there is characterized by lack of confidence at the same time. Sanatan Prabhu, uh, he tells us in Brihad Bhagavatamritam that every cowherd boy feels that Krishna loves him the most, and everyone is right. But with regard to Madhurya Ras, then all the gopis are thinking, I don't know if he loves me. Does he love me? He never says he loves me. Something like that. So there's some kind of uncertainty within their their certainty. Hmm? That's just the nature of romantic love. So amongst them, this uh, Sakiras is full of this Vishvas, uh, Vishrambena, confidence. Hmm? Completely confident of their relationship with Krishna. And their equality, and so there's a uh, there, there's nothing nothing held back, nothing hidden. Hmm? What's yours is mine, and so on and so forth. So they take the vestments, the gifts, and, and off they go back, you know, home. And and again, they meet with Vatsali Rasa, and what's this? And where are all these things come from? And so on and so forth. Hmm? Actually, Balaram meets them first. Um, not having been with them on that occasion, and and take some of the ornaments off of of Krishna, hmm? and then others grab them from him, and so forth. And anyway, they enter into the community, and the and the elders are wondering where's all this coming from, and so forth. And and um, the cowherds offer their explanations. Madhu Mangal says, "Well, you know, there was a cow that started talking." Hmm? And then an elephant brought water down from heaven, and there was a five-headed guy and a four-headed guy, and they were paying uh, obeisances to Krishna and so forth. And so then they all think, okay, well, <laughs> they just get over it, they chuckle, and that's obviously not true. And wherever the things came from, who knows? And and uh, 
there again, united with, with Krishna and his friends who are, practically speaking, of equal power to him. Hmm? Um, and so, as I say, this uh, Gauran Lila ended on this, this, this note, a charming um, window into this, uh, uh, the nature of fraternal love. And this is where we pick up on today on the on the the Gopastami. and as I say, we want to go there as we, as is appropriate through Gorlila, and um, Bhaktivinotakur has helped us in this regard hmm? um, by way of sharing with us his insights as to the nature of. Navadvip, as you know, Bhaktivinotakur was um, given the title by a, a famous uh, religious person and a journalist, I believe, uh, of the seventh Goswami, and of course, it, amongst his followers, um, that that stuck. But the comparison is apt in a number of respects. Uh, the Goswamis they took, if you will, the ecstasy. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? that uh, is like a like a great waterfall that you can only stand back from and and uh, in, in awe of. And they made a lake out of that so that it could be approachable. What does it mean? Hmm? There's no one in the religious history of the world that exhibited such symptoms of ecstasy that uh, that we know of. Hmm? And there are people in different traditions, saints and so forth, and uh, Sufis and Catholic saints and so forth, and Buddhists that have, uh, from different ego-effacing traditions, if you will, you know, looked pretty happy. Buddha I always wondered about because he makes the claim that the aspiration for for happiness is is is, is a problem. Hmm? He should share notes with some of the Vedantists. Uh, they're pretty happy people. Um, just it just is just by getting relief, if you will, which is what his doctrine and many of the doctrines, as we know, are where they end. Really, just getting relief from the uh, oppression of the mind and the senses. It's so uh, there's such a contrast there that. We call it happiness, but it doesn't have any real positive content. Hmm? This is where we, we, what do we get from the Bhagavatam? Hmm? From negative numbers to zero, zero looks positive in nature, but there are positive numbers, and this is the preoccupation of the Gaudiya uh, people. So, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, like the Goswamis, uh, who took the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I mean, some of the some of the ecstatic symptoms we talked about this in relation to Govardhan Lila because twice Mahaprabhu chants the verse of of, of Bhagavatam where the gopis glorify Govardhan Hill with great praise. I believe Das Goswami attributes the verse to uh, to Radha, and uh, both in the Madhya Lila and the Antya Lila. And in the Antya Lila, we find he, for a moment and for our benefit, enters into Manjari Bhav and tastes. From that perspective, um, showing that this is a, a way for the jivas, and in this, in the context of of uh, chanting this verse, in the ecstasy, the description of his ecstasies there are, as I 
mentioned quite uh, shocking. Hmm? And even some are mentioned that Rupa Goswami says there are others when he goes through the Sattvika Bhavas, the spontaneous uh, ecstasies, uncalculated, un- unplanned, uncontrolled, um, tears, repilation, pers- uh, fainting, changing colors, and so forth. Rupa Goswami said there are others. I'm, they just never really, they're so rare, it's, they're not mentioning them, but that some of them occurred in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Krishnadas takes the liberty to mention, for example, is this time all from all of the pores of his body, blood was coming in the f- perspiration of the form of blood. So it's very shocking. Hmm? And material life is just the opposite. Hmm? Kavira says, Outs- on the outside, this Krishna Prem looks like poison. Hmm? Very disconcerting, but inside, Vitare Anandamoy, Krishna Premier Adbhuta Charita, the wonderful character, Adbhuta Charita of Prem, is like this. It looks like one thing on the outside, but it's another thing on the inside. And material life looks like it's enjoyable on the outside, but on the inside, we're all wilting away hmm? and suffering, and uh, our lives are pervaded by some une- uneasiness. Hmm? Hmm? So, there, an extraordinary brief but extraordinary description of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's ecstasy, which is pr- prominent, of course, in, in the Auntie Leela. Um, but as I want to say, that, as I'm saying, that this ecstasy of Mahaprabhu, they tried to locate this on the map, if you will, which was, of course, at the time, the standard of knowledge was the sacred texts, and they did very well in this regard and identified Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as he should be with Krishna and more so with Radha her, and her ecstasy and so forth. Um, and they, thus, as I want to say, uh, as I am, they made a lake out of this waterfall of um, otherworldliness, if you will, that it could be approached and taken advantage of. From the lake, then you can swim, you can bathe in it, you can drink from it and so forth. And they did so in the form of their uh, literature, kind of a softer form of institutionalizing the the ecstasy, and as much as sometimes institutions have benefits, they give a shape to something that we may take advantage of it. Hmm? That can be a problem if the shape takes precedence in time over the over the essence that it was formed to facilitate the distribution of and the accessing of and so forth. Um, but uh, uh, you have to make an effort all right? and leave some service for others to come along <laughs> in the future uh, as well. So uh, they institutionalized in kind of a soft way through their writings, hmm? and they were prolific. Hmm? And the motive, Karunayaha Purana Guhyam, as uh, Sutta uh, says about Sukadev, the same holds true, obviously, for the Goswamis, not for any personal gain, but lokanam hitakarano, out of com- compassion for the uh, for the jivas, they uh, authored so many texts and made accessible what is the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And they also, uh, under the direct order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, 
in Prabhupada's language, they excavated the places of Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan, Leelastalis. So they would they would experience in a place of the geographical, uh, if you will, Vrindavan, uh, 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 in their re- reflection, their contemplation, their meditation on Krishna Leela, some ecstasy in their bhava would be then posited on on the land itself and be, and, um, and and so various places of worship were established and connected with the uh, the terrestrial leelas of Krishna and they did it in in a strong measure because we as we can see that um, while they were living as as mendicants they were able to attract the contemporary society and the ruling class and so forth and so it was the period the period um, that if you were a king and you didn't have some temple or some you hadn't built some ghat in Vrindavan following the vision of the Goswamis commemorating the pastimes of Krishna you were you were nobody you know to, after a certain point of acquiring wealth money your riches are determined by how you spend them what kind of art you have and what kind of um, car or whatever, and so this was artful and meaningful and a sign of real riches, dharmic wealth, if you will, um, to have spent your money for a temple in Vrindavan or to commemorate a place of Krishna's pastime. So this is a very um, um, the, the the position of the Goswamis. They were in very much. Um, um, Part of the contemporary society of the think tank of the of, of the world and what was important and and so forth. As I say, they could get the patronage of the ruling class, the various kings, and so forth. And um, and, uh, and and Bhaktivinoda Thakur, of course, then we're coming to in his time, the seventh Goswami. His work is analogous. In, in, in a time, he appeared at a time when when that wasn't the case for Gaudiya Vaishnavism. It did not have the attention of educated and um, um, well-endowed uh, persons that set standards in the society and so forth. It was said that, uh, it has been said that if, if, if a Gaudiya came to the door of a pious Hindu in, in, uh, in Bengal, um, as saints would come, sadhus would come and beg, they, and they would hear from their assistant, house servant, who's at the door? Oh, it's a godia. Give him some fruit and send him away. They had nothing to learn from them, it was thought. If you had no caste, you would claim yourself a follower of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and think that you had gone beyond the caste system, um, which, of course, it does take us beyond that, as we were speaking last night, but not if we only identify in name only and not... In in, an, in a nominal sense, and not in terms of imbibing, as as we must, the samandagyam that that uh, the diksha, for example, is part of it makes us a real card carrying member. Hmm? So without that, or or with a lack of that, then we haven't. Uh, uh, well, we aren't. Like I say a true card-carrying member. In fact, Bhaktivinoda Thakur's language is strong when he says, 
oh, he's wearing the tilak and the kontimala and the sikha, but he is only kali chela, hmm? disciple of kali yuga. Hmm? It looks like Gaudiya Vaishnava, but he's a disciple of kali yuga. So, so Bhakti Vedanta began some kind of renovation, if you will, and and and, and inter facing was his idea, the Gaudiya Vaishnavism with um, modernity and critiquing the tradition itself, and he especially did through, through that through his extended self in the form of the great Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And it's because of their work, really, and following in the lead of that, Sridhar used to say, Pujapachita said, the idea, <coughs> the conception came in Bhakti Vinod, and Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur gave some shape to that, and Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada took it all over the world. Hmm? And I want to say, Sridhar Maharaj reflected back on that, hmm? and those reflections are very valuable. Hmm? But that was all about, especially the campaign of Prabhupada and their whole Paribar, their family of Bhakti Vinod. This is a term that Bhakti Vinod, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur used because it was common if you met another Gaudiya person and you might ask them what's their paribar, what's the what line or paribar is kind of a kind of a very um uh esque or sweet term. It, it it means like family, which is your, your family, your community, your uh, refers to the disciplic line coming from Shiva's, Gadadhar, Nityananda Prabhu, the Goswamis and so forth, all stemming as their thought to be from the original associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Um, and so when the disciples were asked of Bhaktisiddhanta what Paribar they were from, they, they were told by Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur to reply, Bhaktivinoda Paribar. Hmm? Very, so he was making a point in saying that, but this is, Prabhupada said, my mission is the mission of Bhaktivinoda. Hmm? Uh, of course, that idea of um, identifying a member of the succession who was not amongst the eternal associates of Mahaprabhu when he descended, with regard to Gaudiya Vaishnavism, as the founder of a paribar, if you will, or, uh, is not uh, uh, unprecedented. We have the shaman on the paribar, Narutam paribar. Hmm? They were the next generation. Hmm? Narutam is a disciple of Lokanath, but it's not called the Lokanath Paribar. It's called the Narutam Paribar, hmm? commonly, uh, because of the measure of his, his work. Hmm? And uh, Shamananda Paribar, because of the peculiar circumstance that surround Paribars, or Shamananda's um, uh, um, inner life, hmm? uh, from a Sakiras lineage begun by Subal Saka or Goridas Pandit in Gorlila, and he's taken by his own um, Subal's own Yuteshwari hmm? <laughs> to, to Madhuri Rasa. In, in, in the Sakya Rasa, you know, we have different divisions. Hmm? Sakas, Priya Sakas, hmm? um, what was the other one? Suhrit Saka and Priyanarma sakas. So, amongst the Priyanarmas, they have a foot in 
Madhurasa also. So they have a group leader in Sakyarasa and a group leader also in in Madhurasa. So the Yuteshwari of Subal, or from that side, from Radha's side, someone came and took Shamananda, who was initiated in the Sakyaras, to Manjari Bhav. So it's peculiar, and so it's, uh, he was, of course, obviously an extraordinary person in the Sambradaya. So you also have that reference. I suggested this, that this kind of could... I, rather than calling Prabhupada the founder of Charya of the of the Sampradaya, kind of as they do, which I find a little um, um, inappropriate, uh, I'm, I'll go along with that <laughs> idea. So well, it doesn't work so well. I don't think uh, philosophically and historically, I think. but um, but um, maybe you could call it. Bhaktivedanta Paribar would be a nice way to do But then again, he himself identified himself as a member of the Bhaktivedanta Paribar and was taught by Bhaktivedanta Sarasri Thakur to think of himself as 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 such. <clears throat> so, uh, at any rate, we find ourselves by his own um, instruction that my movement is the movement of Bhaktivedanta and Bhaktivedanta Sarasri Thakur's instruction to his disciples, we find ourselves as members of the Bhakti Nod Paribar, and it's very glorious. It's very, very glorious, because it did, it has done, it is doing, and this should be its standard for it to be in good health and alive, to continue uh, the tradition in such a way that it remains vital and contemporary, and has a voice in the modern society, not that at as at the time of Bhaktivinoda, it had um, fallen into the into the shadows, hmm? and so he authored many many books. And you can see from his books, uh, you have to look at the attempt at the time, hmm? like uh, Sri Krishna Samhita Jaiva Dharma. The attempt at the time is, was very novel. Hmm? And indeed, he kind of made Jaiva Dharma into a novel. We find the whole of the Satsandarbha and the later part, Ujbal Nilmani, put all into this uh, novel type of form. It was a novel attempt, <laughs> if you will. And then Krishna Samhita is very um, much an attempt to think about uh, um, traditional ideas in Gaudiya Vaishnavism in relation to modern finding. This is what happened in the Catholic Church um, years and years ago, um, which is kind of the first attempt in the Western society of theology when certain writings of Aristotle surfaced that previously had not surfaced that cast some doubt on the way the church was thinking about things with its particular faith orientation. They had to interface their faith with the reason and the objective observable evidence hmm, that corresponded with the writings of of. Um, Aristotle, some of them, uh, that hadn't been surfaced previously. And so the, the, the theology, the attempt to um, reason about sacred uh, revelation and its implications and so on and so forth. Hmm? So um, this is, of course, what Vyas did with the sutras uh, in relation to the... To the, uh, to the um, 
Shruti and, and, and Puranas as, as well to make sense out of them. Shastra Yukti. This Jiva Goswami says this is the most, the, 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 the supreme Pramana or form of evidence. We often hear that the Shastra is the Pramana. But uh, Pramana means evidence. So if I make a point, then I want to give my supporting evidence. So I cite the sacred text that supports my point and so forth. But uh, he goes further citing, I think, the Purusham, Purushottam Tantra, uh, Purushottam, Purushottam Tantra, mm-hmm. that uh, Shastra Yukti means the, the ability to reason about, reason spiritually about the implications of the text, where you have then not just the text, but you have the sadhu, mm-hmm. who has, and Jiva Goswami has explained, Rupa Goswami has mentioned, and Jiva Goswami elaborated upon it in Bhaktarasamrita Sindhu at the very end of the first first chapter of that book, that in order to do Shastra Yukti uh, is based on ruchi, some feeling for the for the thing. Hmm? The more we have some feeling and taste for that, then we can reason about its implications and land on our feet. And we find people reasoning about it and they don't land on their feet. They land on one foot or they land on their their butt sometimes. And, and they're quoting the scripture. You know? <laughs> so uh, it doesn't work so well. <clears throat> you have to have some feeling for it to know how to put it together. You can quote the Bhagavatam, and it could be the words of Aranyakasipu. It doesn't mean it's not the same as Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. So, so Bhakti Vinod, anyway, he. He, he he did like this, and he sought and successfully was successful. We are the example of that, and we have to go on with that, of course. Um, uh, interface with the modern world and brought dignity to Gaudiya Vaishnavism, and through his writings and through his example, like the Goswami. So I'm making the point that the the, the title is apt. That seventh Goswami, um, the sixth Goswamis are the Shastra gurus of the Sampradaya. Bhaktivinoda came wrote like a hundred books and and uh, including all his poems and so forth. Uh, but he also, and forgive me for taking a long time to get here, the, the point is that he he excavated, as the Vrindavan Goswamis did, the places of pastime of Krishna in Vrindavan, the places of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela in Vrindavan, with great effort to establish the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Both he did it both from a um, kind of objective, academic, um, observable evidence, empiric, I want to say, um, um, approach, and from an intuitive approach, both. And when his empiric approach uh, was confirmed by his intuitive insights, then he put that together and so he had did research and studied ancient maps and did interviews with people and so forth and and had a conclusion kind of brewing. He had the initial insight that the first place place was presently thought at the time thought to be the birthplace of Shaitanya Mahaprabhu was not. So that seemed to be purely intuitive. So all empiric endeavors usually begin with an intuitive insight. Darwinism is a good example. He had an intuitive insight that he pursued, and then he sought empiric evidence to to, to support it. So, place of intuition, if you will. Many great findings, I want to say, 
in the scientific community begin with the light bulb, Edison's light bulb going on in the head, some intuitive insight. Hmm. It's not that you start, it's an interesting point because empiricism is always put forward as being this very, just completely objective approach to things, but it, it, it starts with it. Hmm. As a, as a subjective um, suspicion that you then you go and seek to verify. You have to be objective enough that if the evidence doesn't support it, then you reject the idea and so forth. But but it's hard to get away from subjectivity, being a unit of it ourself as we are, hmm? unit of of consciousness. So. At any rate, Bhakti Binod did this empiric study, and then, of course, from Gordrum, this is where we go now, hmm? to enter into the, this uh, Gopastami from Gorlila, into Gordrum, where he had his house, along the banks of the Jalangi, the Saraswati. Then he saw two nights in a row a vision, hmm? an intuitive, an insight that, uh, conf- conf- that, uh, was support uh, had support from his empiric study, and he established the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in in, in Mayapur. Hmm? And there he made effort to build. He personally went to Calcutta and begged door to door to raise funds and put that task ultimately in the hands of Bhakti Siddhanta to establish the Adbhuta Mandir. Hmm? This is the he predicted there will be a wonderful temple uh, erected in in um, in Mayapur. Hmm? And this was the one he said, this is it, the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is the Bhutta Mandir, just to be clear on that. So, um, it's an example, uh, and his Navadvivdam Mahatmya is an extension of that. His book, Mahatmya, the glorification of Navadvip, where he envisions Jiva Goswami having the darshan of Nityananda Prabhu and Nityananda Prabhu, Nityachan, taking him by the hand, throughout Navadweep and saying, this happened here, this happened here, this happened there, and so forth. And so Bhaktivinoda Thakur has, through this work, hmm, um, established so many places of Krishna's, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's leelas hmm, in Navadweep. And so the Navadweep means, of course, the nine islands. Dweep means island, Navadweep, nine islands. And uh, they correspond with the nine limbs of, uh, principal limbs of uh, Navalakshan Bhakti, Sadhana Bhakti given by Prahlad. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu Samaranam, Padasevanam, Marchanam, Mandanam, Dasyam, Sakyam, Atmani Vedanam. And amongst them, Gordrum Dweep corresponds with um, Kirtan. Hmm? Kirtan, and the protector of the kirtan, whose favorite instrument is the murdanga, uh, Narahari Nishingadev has his place there, Devapali, Nishingapali. It said that he went there after killing Hiranyakasipu and settled in. Bhaktivinoda has beautiful prayers in, in his Navrit um, Baba Taranga. Prayers he's recites in Godroom, in praise of Narsinga, in pursuit of the um, Bhakti. Hmm? Very nice prayers, very interesting section. But it is 
not only the island of Kirtan, but it, the islands also correspond with the different uh, uh, sentiments um, and uh, or combinations thereof between secondary and primary. But the, the island of Godrum corresponds with Sakira. So there, the place uh, in Godrum is is Nandagram. Hmm? That's very uh, Kinchin Krishnas Babaji his samadhi was established in Nandagram. He was fully um, developed in Sakiras, a great famous disciple of Bhaktisiddhanta Sosadaguru, Godbrother of our, our Guru Maharaj. So, in his Navadip Dhammahatmya, Bhaktivinotakur says, that after Indra hmm, performed the coronation and so forth, it was all done, still he was feeling a little undone. He was, everything was okay now, but uh, but still he went, talked with Surabi and, and, uh, and Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that he, he, he reasoned with her that it's been said, it's, it, the, the, the word is, that Krishna will appear again hmm, in, in Navadvip hmm, and that he's very merciful, we'll be very merciful in that uh, uh, manifestation. So Sarabhi picks up on the idea and says, let's go there, let's go there, let's, let's make a place of residence there. Hmm. And, and so they go, hmm, led by the mother of cow, the mother of all cows. <laughs> and they arrive, and there is the big banyan tree, so central to Sakyarasa. It's a meeting place. Go to the banyan tree and make our plans for the day, where we will go, and so forth, and cover so many miles, this banyan tree. As you should notice, worship of the sacred trees is an anga of sadhana bhakti. And Jiva Goswami comments, and this also includes the worship of cows, scratching their necks, offering them fresh fodder, and so forth. This anga of bhakti, they're included together. And we have the fortune, and in Madhavan, at our um, um, community in, in, in Central America, to, um, of course, we have cows, we have our own dairy, and pasture and so forth, but we have the opportunity to plant a kind of a same, a species of banyan trees throughout the property. There's a species that grows down there. I found that a nursery, so I'm going to be putting them in different places following this uh, principle. So, anyway, there, go, go means cow, and drew means tree, so it's cow tree place. <laughs> cow tree place, and both of these are very, the particular tree the banyan tree manifest there. This is central to Sakiras, and so, of course, is the carry of the cows. Mm. So, they go there. They get the darshan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. And he says, I will appear in the future, and so on and so forth. So this way we enter into um, to Krishna Leela through Gaur Leela, and this is the entry place in Godurum. Nabhuri Baba Taranga um, the the wave the bhava wave the emotional waves of of Navadweep. This is a smaller book of Bhaktivinoda Thakur where he does something very uncharacteristic 
of the uh, tradition and reveals his his inner life and identity. Hmm? Something that Naratam says you shouldn't even think about in the presence of those who don't have the adhikar for. Hmm? Very st- strong on that. Um, but Bhakti Binod is some special dispensation. Baba Taranga, he speaks about that. And he speaks about Gaur life in, in, in Godrum. We sing it. Puvana samaye suklambaradi bhakata ganera gare premera veshe abasha hoya bibida vilasa kore. This time of the day, it's this time actually. In the day in the life of Krishna, the day in the eternal life of Krishna, he's going for cow herding. Mahaprabhu, in his Leela, which obviously corresponds with that, he is, this is Krishna Leela, the extension of Krishna Leela, making up for the shortcomings of Krishna Leela, the failure of Krishna Leela, is uh, a, a, a desperate attempt to make up for that. That is Gaur Leela. It's successful, of course. What, what couldn't be experienced by Krishna in Krishna Leela, on earth even, where it's on filmed on location, human-like love, these sentiments, where he met, where he experienced that I am the king of love, but Radha's love exceeds mine, and, and my position is in question. I mean, I'm in existential crisis. What to do? And of course, he's very creative, so very um, inventive, and uh, um, so he creates another Leela. That is Gorlila. Hmm? And there he uh, experiences the fullness of, of Radha's love and gives it to the world, broadcasts it to the world. Hmm? This is Krishna coming and saying, Jai Radhe, Jai Radhe, Jai Radhe. That is Chaitanya Vaishnavism. Hmm? Hmm? That's exactly what he's doing. Uh, in Bhagavatam, of course, it's brought out maybe in Sanatana Goswami's work, Priyat Bhagavatamrita, where the famous Bhagavad verse is cited a number of times. What is that verse? Aparayeham nirabhajyasamrutam. Krishna makes the the promise to the gopis, I cannot reciprocate in kind for the love that you've given me, so you have to be satisfied with your sadhuness, he says, with your saintliness. Hmm? That is... You have the kind of love of saints. That's a whole beautiful story there when the gopis question what kind of lover Krishna is. Hmm? And they bring his love for them into question, only for him to give a very ingenious reply by which then they feel embarrassed. that Oh, he did this just for us, hmm? just to showcase our, our love for him. He actually, it's, he's not any of the kinds of lovers that we talked about. He's different altogether. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> and he, but in the, in the context of that, he says, your love is like that of the sadhus who love you even if you don't love them. Hmm? It's very commendable. Hmm? So you have to be satisfied with your sadhuness, if you will. But Sanatana has given the, the hint there in his Brihad Bhagavatamrita that Krishna says at that time that, that in order to pay you back 
I will have to become a devotee of you. Hmm? So I will have to become a sadhu, hmm? because you are sadhus. And as a sadhu, I will make devotees for you. So I will have to, to pay you back. I cannot, even in the lifetime of Brahma. Hmm? I could not repay you for the, the measure of your love. But here's what I'm going to do. Once in every day of Brahma, hmm, I'm going to appear as a sadhu and I'm going to make devotees for you. I'm going to make, I'm going to glorify your love and make devotees who serve that love either directly or, or directly. This is, of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So here is the genesis of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, where in the high point, the zenith, the climax of the Bhagavatam, actually. Hmm? There we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So, we go back and forth, as is appropriate, between Gaur Leela and Krishna Leela. Hmm? And, and so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Bhakti Bhavatarangi describes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at this time of day, going on Sankirtan. Premiera hmm? Avish, yeah. filled with Prem, Shuklambarati visits Shuklambar and other other devotees in Gorlila who are his eternal associates in Sakirasa visit their homes, some and they go with him and so forth, and he meets the village cowherders hmm, in Go in Godrum, hmm, and they see him. You know he's a Brahmin, hmm, Brahmin in form, and they see right through it. As Mahaprabhu said, So the coward said, We see through that. You're not a Brahmin. You're one of us. Hmm? Here, have some curds and, 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 and milk and some fruits and hmm? let me carry you. Let me carry you on my shoulders, one will say. Hmm? Take you back to the house of, uh, of uh, Jagannath Mishra. So, so in Bhakti, no, that's a nice thing. I like to build a house there, live there, and explore these sentiments even. Hmm? It may come sometimes. Even in someone in Maduras, they may make some reference like this. Hmm? After all, Raghunath Goswami has explained when Radha wants to taste Sakiras, that is Subal. Hmm? Of course, back to the note statement there, if you study it, it doesn't take much to figure out. It's quite different than Prabhupada's statement of aspiring to attain this in the context of having fulfilled the work, having fulfilled the work in his Sadaka Deha given by his Guru. Hmm? He says, if by your grace, my dear friend Krishna, I can do that, then, hmm, having my Sharanagati in place and my Sadaka Deha fully engaged in the, in, the, in, the, in the mission given by my Gurudev, then in my inner life, hmm, I want to enter into this. Tomar Milane Bhai, Abar Sheshukopai, Vocharani Guridhin Bhor. Kortobani Chutta Chutte Vane Kai Lutto Puttise Din Kove Hove Mor. It even sounds like this. Sakiras, lutto puti, hmm? kortovani chutto chuti vani kai lutto puti, 
When or when will it they become mine? Say Dean Kobehobi more. Tomarame Lani by Abarse Shukopaya, Gucharani Guri Dean Bore. All throughout the day herding cows with you, hmm, my friend. So this is a very special, uh, very noteworthy event in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhakti Vedanta, Swami Prabhupada, externally and internally. It just doesn't quit. Externally, his contribution is super extraordinary. In the line of Bhakti Vinod, as Siddhartha said, he took it all over the world, that which Bhakti Siddhanta was asked to give shape to, hmm? a, a, a means of interacting with the contemporary society and uh, modern society and um, bringing the dignity to Gaudiya Vaishnavism that it's due and so forth in the thought world, in the thinking sector of society, that it have a place there and so forth. But, uh, in a big way, he... It's not all done, obviously. <laughs> his work to be done is left by his kindness for us, but in a big way, his campaign so broad and wide and revolutionary. And Gaudiya Vaishnavism making the headlines, uh, <laughs> which he said, any, any, any publicity is good publicity. You know, terrorism works for a while to get the attention of the public. Then you have to become a diplomat and a politician after that. So I was part of the... Um, spiritual terrorism forces of, of Prabhupada terrorizing the public with the Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita and the Bhagavad Gita. But uh, you have to start somewhere to get their attention. But in such a broad way, such a, we, we are all familiar with that contribution and we, 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 we like to uh, note it. Sometimes we like to beat other people over the head with it. That's probably not appropriate. But, but it, Externally and but as well as internally, he brings a very unique uh, um, um, uh, happening, if you will, because we generally see this sakyarasa in Gaudiya Vaishnavism coming from Nityanandapur when the early first, second, third generation of Gaudiya Vaishnavism um, in a, in a, with prominence. The whole thing was started by Nityanandapur's associates that. Uh, they began initiating before the Goswamis ever wrote books or anything. They had all had Sakyaras lineages and so forth. Um, but then the, the Sakyaras became eclipsed perhaps more by an intellectual kind of sleight of hand than anything else by which um, we even see, for example, some of those Sakyaras lineages over time, they converted to Madhurya Rasa, and they made up ideas like, oh, all of these daughters of Gopals, they also have Manjari Bab, and so we also have Manjari Bab, and we can sell it to you too in the marketplace. And this is the kind of unfortunate condition of Gaudi Vaishnavism that I spoke about earlier. We're told from our own Paribar, uh, an unfortunate condition that Gaudi Vaishnavism fell into, where there was lack of proper teaching, and, and um, it became um, an affair by which, rather than Someone distributed karunaya hapuranaguya, lokanam hitakaruna, out of compassion, but rather with a view to make a living out of it and uh, selling swarups and so forth. And, well, if you study it carefully, you see it, it does the Z high point, it goes to this handmaiden of Radha, so we better have that in our bag here so we can catch more clients, something like that. So they make, so these kind of things, and even that new, 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 new. Hagiographies or all kinds of exaggeration and so forth are, are written about different associates and, and so forth. So, um, 
I mean, some of them still there are alive in, in well and so forth, but they're kind of on the margin of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And Nityananda was a big person. <laughs> he had a big contribution, hmm? huge contribution and an assisting role to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He started the Gaudiya Vaishnavism, as I say, before the, the, the books, were, books were written by the Goswamis and so forth, and, and, the, and the, the highest reach of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was about is put forward in a, in a, by the Goswamis and in a condensed way in a, in the common vernacular in Bengali rather than Sanskrit by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, the orthodoxy of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, if you will, and this uh, emphasis on um, uh, Madhurya Rasa is there, and particularly this uh, this service this of Radha Dasyam. Hmm? This is the whole centerpiece of. Chaitanya Charitamrita. There you find it, Ramana Sambhat. What is the what is the sadhana? What is the sadhya? And this is like the Maha, the Gita in the Mahabharata. If you took that out, the book would not be the same. If you took the Ramananda Sambhat out, so it's a very important um, section that brings out this this uh, this point. But when he does bring out the point, actually in the fourth chapter of Adi Lila, and then in the eighth chapter in the Ramananda Sambhat of Madhi Lila, he when he pushes very strong on this point, he backtracks for a moment and he says, of course, but that sentiment that each devotee has, subjectively speaking, is the best for him or for her. Hmm? When he's emphasizing the objective bestness, if you will, of uh, his own sentiment and the which constitutes the, the way to access the full measure of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to experience himself in the way the jivas can. Hmm? So, here comes, you know, in the 20th century, uh, uh, our, our Prabhupada, a very peculiar-looking person, um, actually. If you look at pictures of Prabhupada, with his, uh, even his other godbrothers, he really sticks out. His, his short figure his, has very big ears, and um, um, uh, he's a Mahapurush. <laughs> he looks very extraordinary. He does He really looks very otherworldly. Um, his his bob is somewhat showing up. We could go through it in, in detail. So much we won't. Showing up in his in his sadhakadeya, hmm? very peculiar, and uh, and of course the way he conducted himself and so forth. And we've compiled and uh, and uh, some information, and Ashram was put together in book on friend much of that information um, as to his inner sentiment, uh, which he himself uh, uh, testified to and wrote about, of course, and in his privacy. That poem I quoted from was from his prayer on the, on the boat coming across. It wasn't meant for public consumption. Hmm? These were his inner moments, and of course we were able to capture that uh, diary and with the help of good persons like Pujapachita Marsh to make more sense of it than we could on our own, even. Hmm? So, that's a huge thing. I mean, it's a very interesting point uh, um, where this has again surfaced in a big way. Many of his disciples seem affected by that, understandably so. Hmm? So, anyway, we have a very glorious uh, paribar coming from Bhaktivinoda Thakur, and uh, and uh, we need to keep it alive, of course, in, in, in the way in which this was the request of Bhakti Siddhanta, keep 
the current of Bhakti Vinod Thakur live in the world of all of his disciples. So we want to follow in that uh, request to the best of our ability. And um, you know, for outreach, and for outreach, you require in, inward reach. Hmm? Really, how to go in to, re- to reach out in, in an effective way. Hmm? So days like this, we get to talk about some of these topics a little bit more. And we enter into the Gopastami Leela, as I say, appropriately through uh, through some mention of this um, Sakirasa as if found in Gorlila. There are other ways to talk about it, but uh, uh, we've spoken about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Godrum, meeting the cowherds in his Sankirtan. He'll be transported into into Sakirasa and his associates will go into Vrindavan Leela in their appropriate forms with him as he goes in and out. Hmm? So, in Godrum. Hmm? And this is the cow tree island, right? And the, the famous meeting place at the banyan tree of Sakirasa and Surabi, the mother of all the cows, is, is there and so forth. She gets a real... She has a celestial position, but she gets a spiritual position in Nabadweep, hmm? merciful place, as it is. So those interested in this, they should be familiar with Godrum and this, and and uh, and, and uh, the uh, kirtan can be efficacious in this regard, as it can, of course, with all pursuing all sentiments. Hmm? Um, so there, and Indra, of course, Indra, hmm, he's also associated with Sakirasa in the sense that uh, the presiding deity of Sakirasa is living with him. Hmm? That is, what is his name? Vamana, Upendra. Hmm? Upendra. Krishna is also an Upendra. Hmm? But the uh, Vamandev lives in heaven with this, uh, with, with Indra as, it's, uh, as a, like a brother. Hmm? <coughs> Son of Aditi, hmm? and so Sakiras means the brotherly love, fraternal love. So Indra has some some semblance of that that he's familiar with, hmm? and so it was. I say we ended the Govardhan Lila, and it comes on this point. Will we take that into Gore Lila and and come to speak somewhat about the Gopastami finally hmm? of uh, Krishna Lila. <laughs> That's very charming, um, and uh, it uh, the, the narratives in this regard. Uh, uh, well, in the Bhagavatam, it begins with the fifteenth chapter, of course, of uh, of the tenth canto. Sukadeva Goswami says, "Tathas cha pogonda bhaya srito braje babu batus to pashu pala samato." Gash charanan charayanto sakibhi samampadaya vrindavanam punyamati va chakratuhu. So um, here we find the, this is now 15th chapter, so coming after Brahma's prayers, which is the conclusion to the Brahma Vimohan Lila, where Prabhupada left the world in the which Prabhupada left the world in the midst of writing about hmm, in Vrindavan. Um, and between these chapters and Brahma Mohanali in this 15th chapter, this is like where the Sakyaras is showcased in, in, in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? 
And here is the, it, it, it is mentioned that what Tatascha Palgunda Vyasri Tobraje. So Krishna at this point is being described in terms of his Palgunda, middle age. Hmm? Previous, or there's, there, there's the Kumar, Pogonda, and Kishore. These are the ages of Krishna. Uh, what, infancy, childhood, and adolescence. Hmm? And, of course, the, the infancy, the Kumar age, is very particular to the Vatsali Rasa. Hmm? And Krishna, in that age, begins calf herding. Not cow herding, but calf herding. So that in, in, the, in the Sesh Kumar, the end of the Kumar Lila, each, each of the each of these ages have divisions, beginning, middle, and end, hmm? and they are the beginning, middle, and end also of his ages, if you will. And so, at the end of the Kumar Lila, this transformation starts to come about, where Krishna becomes interested in in the work of his father, hmm? that is his nature and his dharma, to be a cowherder, and and so there's this tension between Vatsaliras and, and Sakirasa. Hmm? But it reaches a, a full, its full pitch, if you will, as Krishna enters into the Pogandalila. Now it's time for him to be a cow herder and not merely a calf herder. Hmm? That means he'll go at greater distances and uh, for longer periods of time and deal with the oxen and the bulls and... Uh, and uh, and full, you know, he get heavy, heavy stick, everything, uh, all the paraphernalia, and so on. So um, here, as the tenth canto, fifteenth chapter begins, he's described. He entered into his Pogonalila and Pashupala Sammato. Hmm? Pashupala. Pashu means animals, so here it means cows. Pal means to protect. Gopal Pashupal. Hmm? Uh, so he's the protector of the cows. He is going to be, he is Samato. He's going to be, now it is time for him to be anointed, appointed, anointed, crowned, initiated, ordained as a cow herder. Hmm? And um, yeah, as I say, it, it, it's beautifully developed by the uh, different commentators with uh, regard to this tension between Vatsalya and, uh, and, and, and Sakirasa. And so, as Krishna be, enters his Pogandalila, he, he he doesn't want his mother to dress him anymore. He's got some other sensibilities that have arisen, and she finds it charming. He's still there, and so forth. But uh, 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 then he starts s- suddenly spending more time with his uncles. Sunanda, Upananda, Nanda, and so forth. Five. Um, uh, Nanda brothers. They're all their names come from the Sanskrit root Nanda, which means bliss. The middle son, of course, is Nanda Maharaj. His father, Krishna's father, is bliss itself. It's the idea. And so, rather than spending time with his own parents, he starts spending time with his uncles, hmm? which is much to their uh, delight, of course. And the nature of the relationship is a little different between the father and between the uncles. Because the uncles don't get to spend time hmm, with the affectionate uh, and, and, and play out their affection 
with their brother's son uh, on a regular basis, like the brother does, like his father does, when the boys come and want to speak with the uncles, and they're, they're easy to please. Hmm? They're in a very, like, whatever he wants, he's with us, whatever he wants to do. He, and they're, they're ready to spoil him. He, he, he who is already very, very spoiled. Hmm? Krishna. Hmm? So, <laughs> so his time with the, the uncles is, it becomes like uh, extended and noticeable and Nandamar's experiences, every time I come into the circle, things become quiet suddenly. What's going on? What are they talking about over there when I come? So he confronts his brothers and, and, and they, the elder brothers are a little um, reticent to come out with the whole thing that this younger brother. Sananda says, look, it's, he's a cowherder. We're cowherders, he's a cowherder. It's time for him to herd cows. This is like a thunderbolt in Nanamara's heart, but not to the same extent. His, it's more or less a, like this. It's a thunderbolt in his heart because that's true, and how am I going to explain that to my wife? <laughs> then it's really a thunderbolt. Her measure of Vatsali Rasa is, is, extends beyond even that of Nanamara. She is the... the Prime, prime paradigmatic, paradigmatic person, personification of Vatsali Rasa in full. So he has this, uh, more than, uh, on more than one occasion, difficult task of trying to um, uh, pacify her Vatsali above as a result of a separation that is imminent. Here the separation is is imminent in that Krishna, if he becomes a cowherder, he will be gone from this time in the morning till about four or five o'clock in the evening every day. Not only will he be gone, but he'll be gone in the forest, in the jungle, and what could happen to a boy in the jungle, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So uh, he had the unfortunate task of also trying to pacify her, Vatsalyabhav, when it came time for Krishna to go to Mathura. Mm-hmm. So we have to have a little sympathy for Nanda Maharaj. <laughs> if you study the Bhagavad you'll have a lot of sympathy for him. His his task as the king of the cowards is he's put in some very difficult situations, extremely difficult situations. To have come back from Atura empty handed after promising he would bring him back. And no fault could be found in him because they could see his condition. He got he got bamboozled by the city slickers who said, your son needs to go to school, and, uh, and so forth. And he's not used to that. You know, They could fast-talk him in such a way that he came back empty-handed, hollow-hearted. Hmm. So no one, no one blamed him, but it was such a difficult position he has. Hmm. And we think, this is our father, Nandu Maharaj, in a general way. This is our mother. Hmm. Yashodamai, or this is our mother, Bishabhanu Maharaj, and uh, Kirtida, mother and father of Radharani. This is the, the general idea. Hmm. This is a, some, some. This is how you. This is how you begin to really resolve the the last stages of your parabdha karma. As I said the parabdha 
is removed first, but Sanatana Goswami has explained in the Hari Bhakti Vilas that the, 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 the parabdha that is gets in the way of your ability to engage in bhakti, hmm, if you have good association, that will be removed first. But some prabdha remains. Prabdha means the manifest karma. Hmm? So there's karma that's unmanifest, not yet come to bear fruit. Hmm? But it said, first the prabdha will be removed. But, but, but it's a little hard to relate to. How does that work? Hmm? After all, your prabdha is that I am the son of so-and-so. Hmm? This is my mother, this is my father. I have to go see them. Guru Maharaj, can I have permission to go and see my mother for Thanksgiving? She's asked, you know, something like that. Hmm? That's your prabdha. How are you going to change that? Hmm? There's a way. This is the way. <laughs> right? <coughs> so, <laughs> we have another father, mother, a whole different identity. And Baba Bhakti means to enter into that. In the higher stages of sadhana, this will become part of your practice. What is the practice of sadhana bhakti and ruchi and asakti is not the same as that in anishta bhajana kriya where there's a learning curve. Hmm? It is going up like to the highest peak but it's going up like this. So sometimes it looks like it's going down and oh, problem. And there are no problems. There are just more opportunities for service. And what if you make a problem and you and you Choose a guy that's insufficient, and so forth. then, then you're better suited to choose again. Hmm? That's the point. Hmm? And we should be driven. I want to make progress. I want good association. This is the teaching, so I will find it, hmm? and not be bound by some other institutional or whatever or uh, um, senses of duty, obligation, commitment, I, I made it. Uh, but you have to be alive, spiritually alive. Hmm? Be nourished, hmm? with all respect to everyone who has nourished you, to whatever extent, of course. Hmm? So it takes a little, you have to be a little, it's, it's a, you know, it takes some courage to make progress. Hmm? And, uh, and it may be slow in a group, that's true. Progress will be slower in a group, but going alone, there will also be risks. No. <laughs> so, if you go fast, there may be risk. If you go slow, if you're in a group, there's no risk, but you may go slow. So, anyway, we have to find our way. But the way is sadhusanga. That is the way. So, Oh, at any rate, hmm. so Krishna, on the Maharaj, hmm, what a difficult position he has, and he we we should see, like I said, in the general way, we if you enter into higher stages of bhakti, sadhana bhakti, ruchi asakti, then ruchi is not general. Now it is general. Therefore, it comes and goes. Hmm? You get a taste, then it goes. Ruchi means it's enduring. And therefore, it's also specific. It's specific. Hmm? It's not general. So this is Shaya Kairaba Chandrikavataram. This is a. Um, it has positive content to it. Hmm? Attachment to bhakti. Attachment to bhakti means that you'll be attached in a particular way to bhakti. Hmm? And then, 
the cor- or that's why in asakti the corresponding object of one's bhakti appears. So unless that bhakti is specific, hmm, how will it what, how, how will it correspond with a specific object? Hmm? In asakti, the last stage of sadhana, asakti means attachment. One becomes attached to the object of one's bhakti. So, for example, if you are in Madhurya Rasa, then Krishna will appear as the object of that love, and he'll have certain qualities that will stand out to you, hmm, that are particular to that love, and certain pastimes and so forth. Hmm? So the Krishna standing next to Radha and the one standing next to Yashoda, they're a little different, hmm, if you will. Hmm? So in Asakti, in, in Ruchi, Ruchi is characterized marginally, of course, by not having a taste for anything else. Hmm? And principally, it's characterized by now a spiritual desire, a desire for bhakti, so a taste for bhakti. Hmm? But the next stage, asakti, is characterized by attachment to the object of bhakti. Hmm? Mahaprabhu says, I wanted to live in the house of Nanda Maharaj. Hmm? He's saying, that's what he's saying. I want to be a maid servant in the house of Nanda. So if a girl would marry a boy in the Vedic culture, she would first move into her father-in-law's house and she would become the maid servant there. Hmm? She would do everything, you know. And, the, and she would serve his mother and father and him. Hmm? That was the custom. Hmm? <laughs> Don't think of it in terms of your modern times and sensibilities. There are very different times and sensibilities whereby that wouldn't be satisfactory, uh, satisfying. I wholly agree. But <laughs> people were different back then, it would seem. Hmm? Different sensibilities and so forth. So, so Mahaprabhu said, I want to become really a maidservant in the house of Nanda Maharaj. Hmm? So, the object of his bhakti is coming out in Asakti. So Asakti, if you cannot, how will attachment to the object of bhakti come about unless the attachment for bhakti that you have in Ruchi is specific? Hmm? You understand? This is a very important point. Hmm? Prior to that, what your what 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 specific type of bhakti you will develop attachment for and and that has a corresponding object what sentiment hmm? that may be thought out by good association hmm? in a general sense nishta involves having the goal fixed and so forth so you can think it out my guru was like this hmm? so I follow that simple. Hmm? That's the window of opportunity that came to me. Or I'm in Gaudiya Sampradaya and it's filled with these possibilities. Madhurasa in this way, particular kind of Madhurasa. Some Sakyarasa is there. Hmm? Everyone's all influenced by Madhurasa, all the songs and of so many acharyas and their contributions and so forth. So it's not hard to figure out. A little guidance from your guru, then fix it up theoretically and pay attention to where you are now. Like I've said, if you go into the mall and you want to go to room 108, you look at the map, it says it's up here. 
Here is 108, way at the top. And it has one other piece of information, and you are here. Hmm. And so then you have to go there step by step. You have to know both things. Hmm. That will Then your bhakti will be at least theoretically informed in such a way that it has the possibility of um, um, being fully expressed. Hmm. Obviously, in bhava bhakti, the sambandha, which is kind of the informing of your bhakti, the conceptual orientation to life that fosters the action that is bhakti, that is what sambandha is, that conceptual orientation. Hmm. So in bhava bhakti, initiation is complete. So, hmm. One enters into bhava bhakti, he's fully informed. means that not only theoretically, with theoretical knowledge, but the object of one's bhakti has come to the fore, hmm? and one internally is cultivating that sentiment in relation to Krishna. Hmm? So the bhakti is fully informed, you see. Therefore, it's, it has an emotional component. Hmm? Before bhakti, then, before bhava bhakti, the emotional component is not as is present. You can dovetail your material emotions and give your heart to the whole thing something like that, but uh, we have to retire material emotions hmm? to give rise to sp- the spiritual emotions coming from bhakti, ananda, and so forth. So, so all things in due course, right? Hmm? In time, we talked a little bit last night about appropriate eligibility and so forth as being the, the mark of real beauty. It's unbecoming to act out of, uh, out of one's... Um, in ways that that uh, are not um, what is the word appropriate hmm. for your position. So, so, hmm. so this higher idea, obviously, but in a general sense, and it will become more specific. But in a general sense, we should try to have some feeling for Nanda Maharaj. Some feeling for Yashoda Mai. These are real people. Hmm? And Ruchi, this theological person, Krishna, becomes a real person. And the real person that you thought you were is dissolved. You are your desires in relation to the world. When you have no desires in relation to the world, that person dissolves. Hmm? And it dissolves in the context of another of another person, another desire coming. Hmm? This is now the desire in relation to the bhakti environment. Hmm? The stage of Sharanagati is in place, and the drama of Krishna Lila will soon appear in a theater near you. Hmm? In your in its award Academy Award winning, also, and you have a role in it. Just imagine that you have a role in that that drama. Hmm? So, in, but in general, I'm just saying in general, this is nice. You have to, you hear these narratives, and, and, and Bhagavatam is just bringing out these sent- sentiments of Vrindavan. Hmm? Samandarupa Bhakti, Kamarupa Bhakti. Hmm? You've got to get to know these people. Nanda Marsh is not some just person in a, in, a, in a book who has a green turban or something. You know, it's just. It's not like. Be, the devotees do this. It's not bad. I mean, they memorize. He wears a green turban, he looks like this. And, uh, you have to, Bhagavatam is more, you don't find that information in the Bhagavatam, you can find it in the Padma Purana and so forth, but Padma Purana is not dealing 
with the sentiments in the way that Sukadeva is in Bhagavatam and bringing them out and showcasing them. Hmm? Like we had a meeting here last year for Nishringa Chaturdasi for several days discussing that. You can find all about Nishringadev and other Puranas, but you can't find about Prahlad, hmm? the character of Prahlad. That's what the Bhagavatam is about. And that's what Nishringadev is about. That's where it would be found in the love of Prahlad and all the details of that. So Bhagavatam is about love of Krishna, not Krishna, but love. Of course, the two, that's Veda Bay. They're one and different. Hmm? People say, have you seen Krishna Swami? I say, and I wasn't looking. Hmm? I'm looking for service to Krishna. I found that. You tell me if I've seen Krishna. Do you know the teaching? Hmm? You understand? That's where he'll be found. Hmm? We're not for Shantaras, just looking. <laughs> it's not a spectator sport, this bhakti. You know, it's a full participation. Hmm? So, Nanda Maharaj, what is his plight? Hmm? He has to explain to Yashoda Mai Krishna's your son, the elder, the other, the, my brothers, they're all, it's the time, saying it, the time has come and he is, needs to be uh, given the full reign. Hmm? It's his nature. You can't change a person's nature very easily. Hmm? Of course, that's our task, to change our nature. Hmm? Very much this spiritual life is about changing that you should be sure. It's not about remaining the same and just tacking on some some information and so forth. Hmm? Having a good social life with nice people. You know, it's really about changing. And people might not like you <laughs> if you change enough. You might be unpopular uh, in some circles. Hmm? But So change, to change. Hmm? Difficult to change with nature. But I say this is our, our task. We have a nature. We have a psychophysiological makeup. Varnashram is all about that. We're not interested in that. We're interested in changing our nature. Krishna Das. Gopi Bhakta Padakamalayo Das Das Anudas. Therefore we don't we don't maintain our present identity and then hear and chant and offer it to Krishna. No. We offer ourselves to Krishna, which means we give. This is the difference between karma, yoga, for example, and bhakti. We give ourselves to Krishna, and then we do the work of Krishna, hearing and glorifying Him. So, so anyway, Krishna. It was inevitable what could be done. This was His nature, but for Him, it's good. This is His eternal nature. We want to, we want to become that kind of Vaishya, if you will. <laughs> That kind of kind of Vaishya and a Brahman mix that is Krishna. Hmm? Yeah. Slight influence of the Brahman uh, caste in his his uh, his lineage. Uh, so and there we find that in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? It's reversed as appropriate in Gaurlila, a reverse out of Krishna Lila. So there, the Brahmanism is prominent. In his born in the born in the Brahmin family, he becomes a pundit, but the Vaishya side is there. Therefore, when the astrologer took his his uh, did his chart, what did he say? He said, in his previous life, he was what did he say? No, he said he said he's the supreme personality of God. And Mahaprabhu said, that's crazy. In my last life, I was a cowherd because I did well as a cowherd. This life, I'm born as a Brahmin. <laughs> so first, become a Brahmin, then become a Vaishya. This would be the idea. Hmm? 
follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, go into his leela hmm, as a Brahmin boy. Hmm. And then when he goes in the kirtan to Shiva, Stakur, or otherwise into Krishna, to go with him in an appropriate form. He himself will say, come with me. Hmm. All possible through Nam Kirtan. Hmm. This is our ideal. You want to know what is your rasa. People are, this is very interested in this. They're not so interested in what to do with their sadhaka deha, but they want to know if they want to have a siddha deha. So one answer is, your siddha deha, your, your siddha sarup, your, is dasya bhav to go around the Mahaprabhu. Hmm. Is that okay? What do you think? Someone told me, I think that Gaur Leela is a little boring compared to Krishna Leela. You know, all these intrigues and everything are happening and the secrets and, and monsters and, you know, all this. this. Gaur Leela sounds a little boring. I said, no, you have to understand that in Gaur Leela, everything that it is said about the efficacy of every Anga of Bhakti happens every time you do it. Once chanting, this happens. One moment's association and this happens. It's quite exciting, actually. And, of course, it's a window, the big window into Krishna Leela. So. And, Pujapada Maharaj like to say, of course, that first the giver, then the gift. And it's a fact. That if somebody gives you a gift, it's the person, the giver, who you remember more than the gift. Gaur Leela is not just... A, a, a doormat which we enter into Krishna Leela and then it's forget it no as I said the more you go into Krishna Leela suddenly you find yourself in, in Gaur Leela so what to do now you need a body for both hmm? so Sachimata Ki Jai <laughs> she gave Gaur to the world right hmm? because of him because of her the Sannyas Leela was ultimately approved and by that outreach we get drawn in and are taught by Mahaprabhu's example the way to enter into the kirtan in the courtyard of Srivastakur. And there you can find everything. Hmm. Hmm. So Nanda Maharaj, he has to explain to uh, Jashoda Mai and, and with some difficulty, but they come to grips with it. And so then it turns from a moment of anxiety and sorrow to a celebration. Hmm. And all the cowherds of the same age, it's time for them to a big cell, get the kettle drums and announce everywhere. And this is coming, Kartik Mahatmya explains, on the eighth day of the waxing moon of uh, the, uh, the Kartik month. So that's today, it would seem. Hmm. Auspicious day. Krishna is initiated as a cowherder. And so, as a ceremony, of course, and uh, Krishna comes and worships the cows. He does argyan and washes their feet. He really washes the feet of the Brahmins and sings some praise to them, offers fresh grass to the cows, pays his obeisances to them. He's given a, a jeweled cowherding staff. Mother Yasoda puts the tilak on. And... Uh, and so on, and along with all of his friends, they, they, then they're ready to go to cowherd. Hmm? Typically, you, you, you cowherders will know that, uh, as you have some familiarity with the cows, that they don't tend to follow you. You kind of like, kind of get behind them, and then they'll go. If you don't just go, come on, come on, move, and then look at you like, I'm not a dog, okay? 
in Macau. <laughs> so if you, behind them, and with some affectionate call, you know, they'll they'll move. So that's typical. But these cows, they wouldn't move hmm, with Krishna behind them. Yeah. So Krishna had to go in front. They 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 then they would follow him, something like that. It's a very it's traumatic for Yashoda Mamaya again because he won't go wearing shoes. Hmm? He won't go. You, so you can't enter into this Leela or any Leela with your shoes on. They have to be left at the door. Hmm? You cannot, all that has to be left behind. Hmm? Let go of that extra baggage. This is, this is, and what about, oh, what about the, the forest and so forth? Krishna's feet could get bruised there. And so as this thought comes, in Mother Yashoda's mind, the cows start going like this. We will make it soft. We will pulverize the rocks and turn it into sand. Don't worry. Hmm? Let him go. Hmm? And this is an interesting thought because this is a, this is a big tension uh, between Batsalirasa and Sakirasa. But the Sak- Batsalirasa has to stay behind, but in a form it also goes... Hmm? With the cows, hmm? into the forest, the cows are also in Batsalirasa. They go, hmm? not the same measure as as, as Mai, but so it, it's it's mitigated. Hmm? If you have motherly feelings for your child, but you cannot express them in a certain circumstance, but you know a friend of yours can do, then it's somewhat feels better for you. Hmm? So, because the cows are going, this helps to make it possible for Yashoda Mai to, to let go. Hmm? Isn't it? Oh, she's going to go. He's going to go with her. Okay, then he'll be okay. Hmm? I know her. She's a good mother. Something like this. So, so this, the cows, they mitigate this and make it possible for this hmm, release, if you will. It happens every day. It's this tension. But, the beginning, this is the big one here. This is the big day, the first day. And meanwhile, of course, then the forest just becomes alive like like never before. Hmm? And it, it, birds chirp just to please the ears of Krishna, his sense of sight. And it takes on a special kind of effulgence of the sun at that time just for the pleasure of his eyes. And the wind blows in a certain way just to... Just to uh, satisfy his tactile sense and so the whole forest comes uh, 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 awakens to now Krishna's coming he's leaving one place and coming into you know going in separation and all the forest creatures coming into union and the earth hmm? these are coming in these verses we won't be able to go through them all but as I think it mentioned here it's uh, yeah Vrindavanam Punyam Ativa Chakratu the earth is Ativa Ati, ati means like very much, exceedingly, exceedingly joyful. Because now Krishna's taking off the shoes. Did he go barefoot before? Yes, but something else. Now he's in a Pogonda age. His chest has become bigger. His arms have become longer. His hair has grown. He has more weight. When he steps, his footprint will be impressed in the earth. Hmm? In his Kumar, Kumar Lila, he's not heavy enough. 
<laughs> for his footprint to make an indentation on the earth. So now she will be decorated with his footprints wherever he goes. This is, so she is overjoyed by this uh, this uh, opportunity. Hmm? Into the forest, Krishna enters. He's become a cow hoarder. This is the Gopastami. Hmm? I think that, uh, what is the time? Unfortunately, we have to stop now. This is uh, just in time for the Arctic, right? Arctic now. And a beautiful darshan of Radhamadava this day relative to this also occurred on the um, Gopastami, apparently. the We read about it this morning. Hmm? Uh, in brief, the... Um, Subhalabesh, this Leela, where I mentioned earlier that Raghunathas has said that more or less that when Radha wants to taste Sakirasa, she becomes Subhal. It's not something that happens in time, obviously, but Subhal looks like Radha. Hmm? And like a twin. And, and so on this same day, not on the day of Gopastami itself, but on the the first day of Gopastami, but in successive years, Krishna's a little older. And this, this time he's like um, five, six, this Bogondalila, only that's a couple years for him. It's and In this 15th chapter that we just cited in the first verse from, takes us through the whole of the Bogondalila to the Kishore Lila. When Krishna's romantic life starts to come into focus and we're still concerned with Sakyarasa, so as I said, it, it, it covers the whole, all of the sentiments of Sakyarasa, including the Priyanarma Sakas, so that's all, um, if you look carefully, you see it's found here. This is a unique, this is a unique thing in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, this idea of Priyanarma Sakha, like Manjari Baba is very unique, it won't be found anywhere else, this also won't be found in any other Sampradaya. So, at any rate, that Lila course is very, very charming, and then we dress Radha, like that, because Krishna is in the forest, he has a great necessity to meet with Radha in broad daylight, and that is not possible. So, who makes that which is impossible possible? That is for Krishna. That is Subal. There is no person, no figure, in the Leela who is better, who is more capable of pacifying Radha in times when she ostensibly, does not want to have anything to do with Krishna. Mm -hmm. None of her friends have the same capacity to pacify him as Subal. Mm -hmm. She has a very special uh, position in this regard, and so Krishna calls upon him, you you can do the impossible. She's, you know, I hate to hate, what is it? Ujwal Mani says... uh, Love moves in a crooked way. Hetu ahetu. Sometimes, for good reason, Radharani is angry with Krishna. And sometimes, for no reason, she's angry with Krishna. Hmm? So, at times when there's good reason, and he's been found out to be, or at least it appears, hmm, on the surface, that he had some other intentions, he, he can... He can talk his way out of it if he can get her audience, finally. But uh, so he, this is, Subal does the impossible. 
something like that, to pacify her. So in this occasion, to bring her in broad daylight, obviously none of her girlfriends can go and bring her in broad daylight. They can't be caught out there themselves in the forest um, where the boys are playing. So he asked Subal, you've got to bring Radharani here. This is a mission impossible. And Subal is up for the, you know, for the, he's going to sign on for that. So he goes and mother, in, in necessity, the mother of invention. So with some good help, um, um, amongst the Sakis of, of Radharani. The conclusion is reached that you two look alike, change dresses. So Subal comes into the vicinity of Radharani's house and her mother-in-law sees him. What are you doing here? She says, oh, I'm just, you know, what are you doing here? You're a friend of that black snake, Krishna. I have to protect the girls here and my, my daughter-in-law in particular from him. Things have been said about him. I know he's the son of Nanda, the king of the cowherds, and, you know, okay, but still, I keep hearing things, and I'm suspicious. I said, no, no, there's a calf broke loose. I'm looking for the calf. Just give me a few minutes. I'll find the calf, and he steals into Radharani's company. They change clothes because they look alike. Hmm? And Radharani comes out holding a calf. She's holding the calf so her breasts will be covered because... It, it, you know, they look alike, but they don't look alike. <laughs> and so she's wearing Subal's outfit and covering her breasts with a little calf, and this is their strategy. Hmm? And there's Subal, doesn't have to say anything. Got the calf, okay, see? <laughs> off I am. And then Subal's left there, <laughs> stuck in Radharani's house, hoping nobody's <laughs> going to come in and talk to him. Hmm? And Radhika approaches Krishna in the forest, and of course they're there. Uh, he's forlorn and he doesn't recognize her. He sees Subal. You've come back without her. How can this be? Oh, my life is, cannot continue. And so Radhika is very charmed by that to hear this. And she says, well, I couldn't get her. Hmm? <laughs> Imitating the voice of Subal. But if you like, I could bring Chandravali here. Uh, <laughs> And Krishna says something like, you know, what will it, how can a stone, piece of iron, replace a, a bar of gold? Hmm? That is a foolish idea. That has no, that has no, no credibility. That, what are you talking about? So this, this very nice confirmation of his love for her that she experiences. And she says, oh, you don't recognize it's me. It's just me. Hmm. So this is a Subal basically dressed as Radharani like like Subal. Hmm? You can see her lotus feet today, with her bare feet for cow herding, and she's got her staff and so forth. So they're auspicious darshan. We'll have the darshan, Artik, Mahaprasad, Shri Gopastami ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Bhakti Rakshakshi Dev Goswami Maharaj ki jai, Bhakti Sadant Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada ki jai. Shri Bhakti Vinod Paribar ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Brinda ki jai, Gaur Premanande.